877-685-4321. Keep going. Mary had a little lamb. Yeah, what'd she do with it? She took it to school. Yeah. Well, it followed her. Did she take it trucking? No. 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 That would be a neat pet in the truck if Mary was truck. If, imagine if Mary was a trucker and she had a pet <laughs> lamb. I can, can you imagine that? <laughs> people, you know, the, people would make the jokes, you know, they'd, they'd be on the CB. Should I even say it? Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> My favorite, remember when Sesame Street was out and they said, the guy came on and he says, Mary had a bicycle, bicycle. Mm-hmm. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. It was red as fire. And every time she wanted a ride. Yeah, had a flat tire. Okay. <laughs> well, anyways, you have uh, the wrap-up for the week, Ruth Ann. Uh, what do you got for us in trucking this week? Well, I have some um, statistics and stuff, but nothing major. But what I wanted to start out with is actually one of those, you know how lately the GPS is, no driver is paying attention to them. I mean. What do you mean they're not paying attention to the GPS? No, I mean I, they're I, not some paying attention to the signs f- and they're paying attention to the GPS. I'm so it, it, dumbfounded by this driver right now. I'm like. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Can't some, even pay attention. Some dude drove on the, I think it was CRST. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was. There's a Pepsi truck too that drove onto the beach. Well, no, one of them went on the boardwalk in Atlantic City, <laughs> yeah. right? On the freaking boardwalk. Well. Here we go. Semi trucks get stranded on North Carolina's beach after GPS gives the wrong direction. So basically. That's even embarrassing giving that answer to the cop. Oh, my GPS told me to go. He drove on to the Outer Banks. (laughs) Can you do that? (laughs) I I mean, honestly, again, you know what? Can we say it? Can we give everybody permission to use common sense? It would be nice. Yeah. Well, it was funny because, well, the the tow truck, it said it, it takes it costs an average of $2,000 to get this, these trucks off the beach. Wow. But this isn't with the extra cost of it being a semi truck that's loaded. And they're, they're like, how can they get onto the beach? There's so many signs saying, and, and they're, they're making in front of them basically saying, you know, like they just keep driving. They don't even look at the sign saying no trucks or it's a beach. He realized he was going onto the beach when he actually seen the water. I, here's my thought. If I was a driver and I was about to be stuck on a beach, I'm telling you, I can only imagine the look on the guy's face. Now, I'm going to tell you a little story. You know, I always got a little story. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm in Kentucky. This was years and years ago. I was running down the WK, which is the Western Kentucky Turnpike, which is free, but it's still called the Turnpike. And I got a Qualcomm about midnight my Qualcomm beeped right and I thought "Uh oh I better look to see what that is right so it looked to me like regular hard road on the side and all right and it was in construction so I decide to pull off that side of the road and all of a sudden it dawns on me I can't hear nothing as I'm driving as I'm slowing down I'm going I can't even hear hear my wheels on the ground. And I realize I'm in mud. And I realize I'm slowing down. I'm not even braking. Mm. I'm serious. I'm literally, I was just downshifting and I'm not really braking. And I'm coming to a, a, a slow, very slow, very fast. And I realize I'm in deep mud. A sludgy stop. Oh, no, it was bad. <laughs> and so I wasn't far from the road yet. So I hammered it to try to get back on. And guess what? I came to a stop right when my bumper was just about to go out onto the road. 
I it literally came to a stop, and I had to call. Uh, actually, I'd have to call anybody because they patrol that road. The service wrecker showed up the next morning, and I don't know what the bill was. He hooked up a wench up or whatever it was and just pulled me out. But I'll tell you, the mud was up to my, my bumper. Now, the look on my face was like, oh, crap. What the hell? I'm going to look like an idiot, right? That was the look on my face. And I was just merely pulling over if I'm being you know straight up here. I can't even imagine <laughs> turning turning onto a, a beach because my GPS said to do, or like that that driver last year that drove onto the uh, Atlantic City boardwalk. I can't, I can't even oh, even if the GPS even said no. Seriously, keep going. You're okay. <laughs> I, I would argue with the GPS. I'm you not, argue with the GPS now. <laughs> I'm not driving onto the boardwalk. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, yeah. So any of you drivers out there, I you know, mistakes can be made. And, you know, I would just tell you, use common sense. If but, you know what you say. Well, here's what he did. He, he, he was supposed to be driving on south on Route 12. He said, somehow I ended up going north. So then he tried to find a place to turn around and he reached the end of the road, which was then the beach. So he just kind of ran out of options. <laughs> Wow. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, I'm not going to make fun of the poor guy because, again, you know, mistakes can be made. But listen, just use common sense. Uh, that's You have Troy's permission to not listen to your GPS. Or I'm going tell you, back in the day when I was a driver, we would call the shipper and the receiver, right, for directions sometimes. And if we got somebody on the phone that was just a normal driver, we would always ask them, for somebody, you know, in the department or someone that knows the rigs, because many times you would call the shipper receiver and you wouldn't think this would happen, but they would give you directions for a car. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, you know, you'd end up at a low bridge or something stupid. So you had to always even make sure with them, hey, I'm in your town. Can you get me directions? And is it for a big truck? Right. You know, so guys, just use common sense. He'll be okay. Hopefully... Just his pride was hurt. So what else? And his and his Dak. His pride and his Dak. PSP report a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So more than his pride was hurt. <laughs> All right, Ruthann. What else you got in trucking? Okay. So this driver went from uh, this driver. This driver. Do we have a name? Uh, Do we have a company? I, they didn't give the company's name. See, you know, I'm, this is a fun week now. You're giving me some good stuff here. Last week it was all trucker awards and stuff. Not that they don't deserve it, but now we're getting to some fun stuff. Well, what, he, when you start off with this driver, <laughs> what did he do? Well, he 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 was a, he was a super trucker. Uh oh, <laughs> super trucker. Super trucker. What did he, what did he do? Okay, he um he went from he's he's from Alaska. Okay. His name is Gary. All right. He went from um, Seattle, Washington to Massachusetts. Okay. Um, South Deerfield, to be exact. Okay. With no sleep. Uh-oh. Yes. With a, with an e-log. With an e-log. I, I, I'm, I'm going to assume he tried to e-log it. Oh, he I don't really it know. I don't yeah. know. But this is, I'm going to have to read parts of this because it's, for me to just say it, you wouldn't believe me. Okay. okay. Good. Let's hear it. Okay. So... So he's going from Seattle to Mass. Right. In one shot, no sleep. Right. I've done that. And well. Almost like that. 
the C, uh, basically he pulled into a Circle K and the employee's like, okay, something's wrong. This guy's like running around in the parking lot being aggressive and just acting really nuts. So they call the cops. So they said that this guy was charged with driving. Where, first off, where did they, where, where did it happen at? Where did, what parking lot, what state was that in? Deerfield, Mass. Oh, so this was when he already got to yeah. the other side. He okay, got so all he the did, way. He, he did, made it. Okay. He made it. Okay. So this is this is the cop speaking now. Uh, the resident of Homer, Alaska, was charged Tuesday with driving on drugs and a laundry list, within quotations, laundry list of motor vehicle violations leveled by the state police commercial vehicle enforcement. So he threw his credit cards. The driver put his credit cards in his fuel tank, locked himself out of the truck, and then decided to try and climb back into the cab through the space between the cab and the trailer. Mm. So he, wh- why would you put your fuel card? I have no idea why he put or, his credit card. Credit card in the fuel tank. Don't know. Don't know. That's why I said I had a. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's so weird. They basically said that he was on um, crystal meth, LSD, uh, well, and exp- cocaine. Well, that explains it all. I the, mean, if you're on drugs, you you and I knew a guy once on bath salts at boarded up his house put paper all over the windows and was hiding under the coffee table when his wife got home so you know drugs drugs will mess you up yeah well, this guy had like he he was a variety pack yeah well okay well did and so i'm um, obviously he's in jail well yeah he refused to go to the hospital at first so they had to struggle to get him into um the medical center for him to be basically tested and so forth but mm-hmm. he um he has been arrested and charged and I guess just waiting for his good old court date. Wow. All right. Well, that's that's a lesson learned, guys. Stay off drugs. Don't drive. In fact, talk about your DAC being ruined. That guy's done. You oh, know? yeah. Well, they said it, they immediately just took his license. Well, you know, they said I, it immediately the the and the registry of motor vehicles revoked his license and the trailer and the truck was um, impounded at the Watley truck stop. Yeah. Well, and you you and I both know hiring requir- requirements. Uh, you know, when most trucking companies have their outline of do's and don'ts, if you have a DUI or some kind of a, a, uh, uh, operating a vehicle under an influence of anything, it, as long as it's not in a commercial vehicle and it's over so many years ago, they can hire you. But most of them say never in a commercial vehicle. So most likely career over. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so. I right. mean, I mean, I, I don't. I'm. I'm not trying to be mean towards a, a, another driver, but if we're being honest, that's not the kind of drivers we need on the road. In fact, no. they make us all look bad. Plus, they're a very they're a danger. So, right. Y- y- you got anything else on that? Or well, I mean, look at this truck. Oops, sorry. Look at this truck here. Yeah. Do you see it? It's got like this bumper, like. Like a crash bumper oh, in the front. That's a deer. That's just for deer and stuff. Yeah. It just, so. it's, it's just. If it was yeah. black, it would remind me of the creeper van. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. What else you got in trucking? Okay. On that, when it comes to the, um, you were saying about with the ELDs with the logs, um, they right now have made a notation. They're doing to see as far as the, um, how well the benefits have done for the ELDs. So far this quarter, so you're you're saying they're they're they have stats already. Yeah, and that's I'm 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 watching you, and I shouldn't be looking. I know at you're you. looking over here and trying to read at the same time. <laughs> you're making the pod screw up. So come on, stay with it, will you? Okay, so um, last year when they did the the el not the elds but the log violations and so forth, they were higher, of course, 
And You're talking then, about on the annual inspections and everything. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So now they, they did it this year. Right. And obviously it's, it was, I knew that the theme was going to be on the ELDs this year for the roadside inspections. And I'm sure that the, the grades are much better. Yes. Well, last year, um, from May until August, and the, the violations that were cited for out of service hours was 1.3% of the total inspections. Then it started declining and then it went down to 1.2%. Now, um, from April until now, it went, or at April, it was 0.64. So it already went down about half. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So as of right now, the, um, in May, they said that from this year, from the beginning of the year, it was 0.83% to 0.64% just from January until May is the decreases on the log violations and so forth. So they're actually thinking that it's definitely a positive impact that it's had on the truck drivers for having that. Yeah. Oh, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that it was going to go lower, you know, and that's a good thing for drivers. And you know what I've seen also? Uh, Mm -hmm. It's forced wages to come up. A lot of trucking companies had to bring their wages up so that drivers that obviously now can't run. I mean, look, for being honest, if you're, it, it's always been a more of a dispatch problem than a log problem. Why, why, you know, if if you have a good driver that's available and rests and does what he's supposed to do, you you had more of a dispatch problem. If you have a driver that always runs out of hours, okay, uh, and 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 that could have also been a dispatch problem depending on the load that they get. But if you get if you have a dispatcher that dispatches you the correct amount of miles per day and they have the load ready, okay, even on ELDs, you can run honestly legally 3,000, 3,200 miles every week as long as you're dispatched correctly. When I was a driver and we were on paper logs, I was a driver that was always ready to go. If I had a crappy week... I'm telling you, and 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 you may think I'm arrogant for saying this, but it usually was not my fault. If I had a crappy week, it was because I got held up somewhere or I got some short hop run. But most of the time, I did well. So I'm just saying, you know, usually people on ELDs can make money if they're dispatched correctly. Well, I mean, it's it's basically, if you look at it this way, it's they're not getting the violations put on them on their PSP stating that they're getting all the log violations because right now your reports that you're getting as a driver, um, they look at now whether or not you're doing your inspections, whether or not you're doing your logs right. This was all near the, you know, last year still. So you're you're only making yourself look better as a driver when you're not getting all those extra violations. So the ELDs is just making that better as a, as a professional. I would, I would have to say if you're getting violations with electronic logs, you're a bumblehead. I mean, if you think about it, like you said, now they're really more paying attention to your pre-trips, your post-trips. You know, are you checking things out? Are you, are you, are you being safe? Now that you have the time to do it, okay, are you actually doing all this stuff and noting these things? Because, you know, little things they're finding, drivers are being blamed, you know, for. And uh, that's probably going to be more of their... In fact, you know what? If you think about it, the, the state wants their money, Ruth Ann. Mm-hmm. So 
okay, we don't have as many log violations and fines to give out. Now we're going to find another way to hit these drivers. Right. And like you said, pre-trips, post-trips, little things like that. Now, guys, uh, they're going to start checking things. They're going to start checking your equipment. You know, they're going to start checking. Do you have the right triangles and the flares and everything you're supposed to have in your truck? So be you better start being more prepared because believe it, if, if they're losing revenue because of ELDs, I can assure you they're going to make up for it. They're going to hit you somehow. So be prepared. I, that's I mean, I might have gone off track there, but it's it's really uh, noteworthy to make. Well, you just you, you kind of went off track, but you went right on to what I was going to do next, which was Good. this the reminder to the drivers that July 15th to the 21st, which would be is coming up the driver safety, you know, where they like to do the the inspection spree. Yeah, I knew it was coming up. So, um, you know, on that, what you were saying is just just drivers. Remember, if you can put in for your vacation time to now. <laughs> Well, you know, a lot of a lot of drivers (laughs) do do that. A lot of drivers do do that. And I'll tell you what, especially you guys that are driving for some small little crap company that's got you in. And I shouldn't call them a crap company because there's a lot of good. We we work for a small trucking company. It was very good about their maintenance and everything. But we all know that time after time, uh, a lot of your um, smaller trucking companies are very quick to utilize a tire that should be probably changed. Right. Or, you know, a, a, an exhaust leak that should be fixed. Or you don't pay attention to the lights going around. Right. And, and and it's like, can you just get the load there? We'll get it fixed when you get back in. Don't don't stop at the TA or don't stop there because it's going to cost us more money to get it fixed out on the road. Blah, 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 blah. And then you get an inspection and you get screwed yourself. So if you're driving for one of those companies, like Ruth Ann said, you might want to take that week. What was the week, Ruth Ann, that the big inspection's coming up on? The 15th to the 21st. The 15th to the 21st, guys. You might want to, if like I said, if you're working for a company that, you know, is a little under par on the equipment, you might want to watch out that week or it's going to cost you. Yeah, double check your tractor and your trailer, you know, before you head out. And if there is anything, like if you have a tractor, like some of them, of course, they switch their trailers often. But if your tractor, of course, is yours, then what you want to make sure that you're doing is that everything is completely right and in your tractor that you need. Because if it's not, you need to, to tell your company, you got to get that right because I know this inspections are going to be coming up and I don't want to get caught and you don't want these extra fines. And and know the rules. Okay. What else you got in trucking, Ruthanne? Well, the, the OIDAs, OO, okay. IDA. The owner-operator people. Right. Yeah. They had mm-hmm. filed f- with the MF- FMCSA to mm-hmm. exempt all small carriers from the ELD mandate. Yeah, it was like, what, 15 trucks and lower or something like that? It was, you, no, it, was, it, was, it had a number on it. Well, it had a number, but it also had a, a figure. So it was like basically anything that made under like $25 million in revenue or something like that annually. Okay. Um, they were denied. That would be us. We would be exempt. Yes, we would be exempt. Yeah, we make under $25 mil. <laughs> By like 24 9 Okay, <laughs> but, but anyways, wait, so what did you, what was the end result of that? Um, they're denied. So if you are a small trucking company, you are not you you are still regulated to have the ELDs if you're an owner up. Okay, like so it did not pass. Right. No. Nope. Okay. No. Nope. Well, they are stuck. They have to. They have to do it. And it was actually twenty seven point five million annual. Okay. Well, if if you guys are making only twenty six million dollars a year. I feel bad for you because you still have to use the ELDs like the rest of us. Okay. All right. No, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean. I mean, and you know, my personal, you know, we we're talking about ELDs a lot here on this episode. Let me, let me give you my personal view on ELDs. I don't have a problem with them, but the driver should be in control. You see what I mean? Like 
the problem with more than it really came down to a trust factor more than anything. But if you made every ELD satellite controlled, okay, there'd be no hiding it. There'd be no turning it off. You, it would be very easy to check him and say, hey, uh, he's cheating. But what they should do for the driver, if I was still driving, if I want to go in the bunk and if I want to take, if I want to drive four hours and then take 10 hours off, or I want to take five hours off, I want to do it the way I, you know, you know what I mean? The mm -hmm. way I do it. Okay. That should be up to me. Okay. Not versus, okay, I got to keep going. Oh, I only got this. I can do, I got this 30 minute thing I got to do. Other than that, it really should be more in the driver's control. Uh, that, and that's my just my personal opinion on that. Drivers know when they're tired and when they can drive. And that's right. just the way that works out. In fact, this ELD thing has really been a big factor on the, the truck parking pro, uh, problem because everybody starts their log in the morning. And by, you know, 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, everybody's just about done. And they're all trying to find parking spaces at the same time because they weren't able to split their logs up right. like you could in the, back in the day. So this is my opinion. Drivers should be more in control of the actual log issue. What else you got in trucking with him? I'm actually, that was done. Oh, okay. So it was done. No blood and guts again this week. Well, huh? no, I can uh, do blood and guts. I just don't. Uh, no, that's all right. We don't I just didn't want to do too much blood and guts. I mean, I thought some of the stuff is just, I mean, there was like, a ton like there is uh, a the accidents that happen are well we don't need they're it. deadly accidents and oh, well, i didn't you know, want to keep yeah it's, it's you know you know i hate it be honest with you i hate to see it when you know we get a lot of police reports and you know when a driver gets killed it, it sucks you know it sucks for the driver and to be honest with you you know you got a family at home and they got to get that phone call or they get a visit from the cops and that's just a nightmare for that family. I mean, it's terrible. So no, I didn't want to keep. You know, it, I, I wanted to be more up spirited. You're the downer. I'm not I wanna, a downer. You're downer, downer. Okay, whatever. So all right, listen. Uh, if you if that's it, let's wrap this up. Get this all edited and get it up for everybody. Uh, you have any advice for anybody? Inspections. Just really, honestly, that's avoid them. <laughs> that's what um I really wanted to make sure that the drivers are aware of that. Um, the inspection spree that's going to be happening. I just want you to be prepared for it because I would really hate to see you getting fined. Again, and give the dates again on that inspection. The 15th. It starts the 15th and goes through the week. Okay. So the 15th through the week. All right. Mm -hmm. So be prepared. Tell your company, get, get the tractor fixed, get whatever you need done. Make sure when you pull out with your trailer, if it's not your normal trailer, you inspect it really good so that there's no issues. All right. All right, my advice is, uh, you know, your GPS is a suggestion, not an order, okay? <laughs> you don't have to listen to your GPS. There's several times that I'll be driving down the road, and my GPS has a suggested route, and I will turn. And then, of course, it says, uh, make a U-turn when possible. But he it, argues uh, with his GPS. Right, and and I'll, I already know I can cut over a mountain or do something, and I'll take my own route. So, you know, y'all have th my permission to use common sense if, if the GPS takes you off of any road and onto any dirt path or beach or trail, a hiking. I seen one guy go over a footbridge, you know, a, a walking bridge. Mm. Yeah, they had to pull him out. Mm. Um, it, it was all over the internet. But bottom line is, you have, you have my permission to stop and go, no, I'm not going to listen to Tom Tom or Garmin or whatever his name is. Um, 
as far as inspections go, you know what? If you're going to be running that week, make sure you're doing your pre-trip. Make sure you're doing your post-trip. Make sure you're checking your tires, your air, your seals, your your brakes, and your lights. And because they're going to ticket you. Just remember one thing. On inspection day, okay, there isn't many times where they're going to go, okay, we're letting you off with a warning. Because these same stations, and we've, ta- we've, we've reported this before, it's all a competition thing you got inspection a sitting on this interstate and uh they know that inspection b okay is going to be uh trying to outdo them on tickets so what happens is uh these people are not looking to give breaks because they want to get as many write-ups as they can also so do yourself a big favor and don't become a statistic be the person that 100 percent has a clean inspection or like Ruthann said, go on vacation. That's all I got. Ruthann, you got anything else? Just be safe, guys. All right. We're out of here. Peace. Praise Peace. Lord.